Welcome to The Journey. I'm your host, Ray Spellbrink, and I want to thank you for joining me today on the podcast. And we're looking forward to the thoughts I'm going to share today. I believe they'll be a blessing to you and maybe even challenge you and encourage you on your journey with Jesus. I want to talk a little bit about why we don't give up, why we as believers in particular don't give up. It's easy sometimes. You want to just throw in the towel uh, on your Christian journey, on your Christian walk. Uh, things get rough sometimes. Times get tough. And you wonder, is it worth it all? Well, unequivocally, yes, it's worth it all, without a doubt. So we're going to talk again why we don't give up. So let me ask you, on your journey, have you ever felt like giving up? Have you ever felt like throwing in the towel and quitting? Christian life's never been promised to us as, as an easy way of life. There's no question about that. And Paul constantly reminds us that uh, we must have a purpose and a plan because times will be difficult and Satan will attack. These are things that we can bank on. We can take to the bank, so to speak. Times will be difficult and Satan will attack. These are things that are going to come uh, toward and at each and every believer. So today, let's look at some things that will help us in our journey so that we don't give up. And perhaps it will even help us not to even consider or have a thought about giving up. We're going to find out the purpose, the plan, and, and finally the prize which awaits us as believers. I'm going to read from 1 Corinthians chapter 9. I, I love this passage of Scripture. And uh, verses 24 through 27, I'm reading from the Christian Standard Bible, as I usually do. And uh, the scripture reads like this, Paul writing to the church at uh, Corinth. He says, don't you know that the runners in a stadium all race, but only one receives a prize? Run in such a way to win the prize. Now, everyone who competes exercises self-control in everything. They do it to receive a perishable crown, but we an imperishable crown. So I do not run like one who runs aimlessly or box like one beating the air. Instead, I discipline my body and bring it under strict control so that after preaching to others, I myself will not be disqualified. So we're going to talk about the purpose here from this passage of Scripture. The whole idea that Paul is saying here is run your race to win. You know, when, when you start off, have a goal, and the goal should be to win to complete, to cross the finish line. And uh, right now and in, in, uh, in the world, I guess the, uh, the Olympics are taking place over in, I believe it's in Tokyo. And uh, I haven't watched any of them and don't plan on watching them. But, but uh, the, these are supposedly the world's finest athletes in their various sports. And um, so, so each one of these came or went to Tokyo with the purpose of winning. Not one went to, to come in second or third or, or to place or fourth or fifth. Not one of them said, I, I'll be okay if I just cross the finish line. Each one of them came with a purpose to win. And then that's the way, that's what our purpose should be when we're running our spiritual journey. We should have a goal to run a race to win, run straight toward the goal. Athletes have a purpose when they enter a competition. Again, that their purpose is to win. They head straight for the goal, the finish line. And we have that same purpose. 
spiritually speaking, and our finish line is heaven. But we have to have a plan, and that's what Paul's talking about here. And the believer's plan, of course, starts with Jesus, believing on Jesus as our Savior, believing on him and his redemptive work at Calvary, believing that God sent his Son to be the Savior of the world, believing uh, uh, that what Jesus did when he died on the cross, he shed his blood, believing so that we could receive him and he could save us. So let's look at the plan beyond believing in Jesus. Number one is to deny yourself whatever is potentially harmful. So think of yourself as an athlete in training. And when in training, you learn to discipline your body. That is, you're training your body. There are certain things you do not do. There are other things you definitely do. And you even push yourself to do. We have to work or train our body to do what's right in the spiritual. Now, Paul stresses the need of self-discipline. Winning the race requires purpose, and it requires discipline. It takes hard work to win a race. And no, nothing less can be said of the spiritual journey. You know, we, we need to determine that we're going to work at this. We're going to run this race. We're going to prepare. <clears throat> we're going to equip ourselves. And God's given us everything we need to equip. And, and, and looking at the end time, the end race, I should say, the end result, we are winners. We have crossed the finish line. But we, in the meantime, we must practice self-control. Uh, and, and self-denial. So what are, what are some of these disciplines, spiritually speaking, that we should be involved in? Well, prayer. Uh, how often do you pray? Do you pray? And maybe that's the first question to ask is, do you pray? And if so, how often do you pray? Bible study. That's a discipline uh, that we need to, to have and develop in our lives. Uh, worship. Worship God in spirit and in truth. Uh, the coming together. Uh, of believers to learn more about God's word. And you can do that in any number of ways. I know we have a Zoom Bible study uh, that we do uh, in the evenings, every other Monday evening. And uh, we also have a Zoom Bible study we do at a, uh, in the, on a Monday afternoon. That's opposite of our Zoom Monday evening Bible study that we do with, a, with some seniors. And uh, so you know, there's ways to study. You can meet in a restaurant. You can uh, meet in homes. You can uh, meet even in a uh, traditional institutional church setting and have a Bible study. But the important thing is, are you disciplined enough to do it? And then fellowship. Fellowship's important. We need to fellowship one with another. We need to be around other believers. I think that's very, very important for each one of us. Now, without a goal, without discipline, uh, without a goal, discipline is nothing but self-punishment. Who wants to put yourself through the things you need to go through uh, if you're preparing for a race, if you don't have a goal to win? So, and spiritually speaking, who wants to put yourself through all these things if you don't have a goal to cross the finish line, if you don't have a goal to win? We have to know what is right, and we have to know what's wrong. And we learn that by disciplining ourselves and by getting in the Word. In fact, verse 27 tells us that we must tell others about Jesus. When's the last time you shared your faith with someone? 
it's easy to tell others how to live and then not take our own advice. And uh, there, there's a song I remember uh, hearing. Uh, I, I think it was Jerry Goff that sang the song and uh, practice, oh, practice what you preach. And, and that's good advice for each believer today. Certainly good advice for me. And I assure you, it's good advice for you as well. So we, we must be careful to practice what we preach. And when we do finish our race, what's our prize going to be? Well, the prize is going to be a heavenly reward that never disappears. How cool is that? Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 through 10, Paul again writing to another church, the church of Galatia. He said, don't be, don't be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, he will also reap. Because the one who sows to his flesh will reap destruction from the flesh, but the one who sows to the Spirit will reap eternal life from the Spirit. Let us not get tired of doing good, for we will reap at the proper time if we don't give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us work for the good of all, especially for those who belong to the household of faith. Now, it would be a surprise if we intentionally planted corn in the ground and pumpkins come up. We would not expect that. We would not believe that. Uh, now, I have a friend who um, <laughs> she's got pumpkins coming up. and We're at a place she didn't plant them, but she had opened up some uh, decorations out front and uh, for the squirrels, and, and apparently they hid some of these and buried some of these pumpkin seeds where they're coming up now. So uh, it's interesting. But uh, and she was surprised that she had pumpkins coming up and she didn't plant them. And, and, this, and that, would, that would surprise any of us. And if we planted corn or, or carrots or whatever and pumpkins come up, every action has results. If you plant to please your own desires or, as Paul wrote here, sow to the flesh, you'll reap a crop of sorrow and evil. But if you plant to please God, that is so to the spirit, you'll reap joy and everlasting life. So what is our purpose then from the scriptures? Well, the purpose is don't get tired of doing right. Sometimes we give up. We get weary. We get tired. Sometimes doing right appears to be a thankless thing, a thankless job, if you will. Uh, but don't get discouraged and give up and, and continue to be kind to everyone. And as I said, it can be discouraging to, to continue to do right and receive no word of thanks or, or even not even see any results from your efforts of doing right. But Paul tells us here to keep on doing what is right and trust God for the results. You know, all we got to do is plant seed, do our sowing, and then let God do the work. When we do this in due time, we'll reap a harvest of blessing. Now, Paul wrote to the Philippians. I'm using a lot of Paul's scripture here today. Paul wrote to the church of Philippi in chapter 3, verses 12 through 14. Again, some, some of my favorite scripture. He said, not that I have already reached the goal or am already perfect, but I make every effort to take hold of it because I also have been taken hold of by Christ Jesus. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and reaching forward to what is ahead, 
I pursue as my goal the prize promised by God's heavenly call in Christ Jesus. Paul said his goal was to know Christ, to be like Christ, and to be all that Christ has in mind for him. That's a, uh, that's a, quite a goal, and it's a goal that each one of us could. That's a lofty goal, and a goal each one of us should uh, attain to. And we should not let anything take our eyes or take our focus off our goal, and in this case, our goal being Jesus. We must lay aside everything harmful and forsake anything that may distract us from being effective Christians. We, we want to have the most impact over the longest period of time uh, 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 toward the most people as we possibly can. We, we've, done, we've all done things which we're ashamed of, no doubt about that, and we all live in the tension of what we've uh, been and what we want to be. So because our hope is in Jesus, we can let go of past guilt and look forward to what he will help us to become. Don't dwell on your past. Paul said, I'm not looking to the past anymore. I'm not looking back. Instead, grow in the knowledge of God and look to the future. How can we do that? By concentrating on your relationship with Jesus. Now that you are forgiven, you should then move on to a life of faith and obedience in Jesus. Look forward to a fuller and more meaningful life because your hope is now in Jesus. Keep working for the day when you will be all God wants you to be. Forget the past. Look forward to what lies ahead. Paul used comparisons such as soldiers, athletes, and farmers who must discipline themselves and be willing to sacrifice to achieve the results they want, and that is to reach their goal. We must keep, uh, uh, we must keep going despite suffering because of the thought of victory, the vision of winning, and the hope of harvest. Folks, it's always too soon to quit. It's always too soon to give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Keep on going. Keep on going. And as the old saying says, keep on keeping on till Jesus comes. So I pray that uh, this will be a challenge to you. This particular podcast will reach the person it's intended to reach, whoever that might be. I don't uh, uh, share my thoughts on here with any <clears throat> particular person in mind, but sometimes I just know that they're for somebody and the kind of the, the Holy Spirit tugs in my heart about that. So uh, until next week, until next Sunday, God bless you. Have a wonderful rest of the day and be sure to enjoy the journey.